Okay, so um, first of all, thanks everybody for for joining us on the podcast this week. As we know, it's a it's a big weekend uh, with an All Ireland semi final on the horizon, uh, and on the back of a good campaign so far in the championship, uh, Matt, I'll hand it over to you to kick off the questions. But uh, um, it's it, it's it's a big weekend for Limerick Ladies football. Yeah, I suppose it's a huge weekend actually for 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 Limerick Ladies football, and you know. Um, the green mist eyes of mine uh, uh, have been seeing it um, over the last couple of weeks and reflecting, is this going to be a matter of 2018? Um, and you know what happened in 2018 when we won the other and singer hurling and the ladies football. So it would be nice if history repeated itself for the second time in, in, in three years. But um, Donald, I, it's, it's very hard to judge going into a semi-final when you have two groups which is the harder of the two groups. Now, you're going in against the team, you're going in with a 100% record, two decent wins, which you must be very pleased with, I would imagine, um, against the side um, that has lost the game. Yeah, they've lost um, to a team that everyone says is rage and hot favourites to win the, the junior. Um, they're the division above us. They were in the All-Ireland final last year, so... You know, we're we're going in as underdogs to this game, so if it's a, it's something we can relax a bit on because the pressure's on them to perform. Yeah, having said that, you you must be very 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 pleased with the way that your team came back after the lockdown, because certainly you didn't root up any trees during during um, the league campaign, and I suppose in many ways that was to be expected. A completely new panel practically. A new manager coming in, and there was a getting to know your process, and you didn't have that terrible long of a run into the league. But certainly, since since the lockdown, um, since the restrictions were lifted, um, it's a different Limerick team we're seeing. It's a far cry from the Limerick team that we saw against Leitrim in 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 the league. Yeah, look, we it was kind of late when we really got together. I think really our first official training session was the eighth of December, and our first match was the twenty sixth of January. Um, we didn't really do much for the league. Um, it was just about getting the girls out, getting them experienced, getting them playing and getting them known one another. That was the main thing for the league. We had actually we did have huge plans for after the league training purposes, but Mr. Povic came in and put a stop to that. Um, so the league was never a big thing for us. The Leitrim game, yeah, look, they were very good. But again, we were out of the league. It wasn't like we used 30 players in the day. So it wasn't either, you know, a fair reflection on the girls in fairness. Um, a lot thought we in the league we had a lot of bad looking on the way. Carlo game we, we should have won. The girls tell you that. Um loud storm brought us up to Cooley, kick comes up near the entry border and yeah, we went back to a pint, you know, and yeah, we lost in the end by four points, but um a good performance, a great team performance because it didn't drop the head that day and it showed it shows very positive signs for the whole squad in general progressing. And then when we got him back in September, in fairness, look, the girls have been excellent. Absolutely fantastic. Like, we were training last week, and the weather we had was atrocious. Um, and those girls just gave everything to the trains. Two nights drowned, absolutely drowned. It. And nobody said a word. Nobody complained. Nobody gave out about it. And that shows a t- a, a, the whole ethos of this group, what they're doing and what they're committed to doing, which is fantastic. The whole narrative surrounding Limerick in, in, in the championship, Donald, is about all the new faces and the turnover since 2018. 
huge leap of faith on your part and your management team to bring in so many new faces together. Yeah, well, look, as fairness to the, the squad that was there beforehand, a lot of them, it, not their own fault, just weren't around. They'd moved away, got jobs elsewhere and, you know, pregnancies and things like that. And, you know, we were left in no circumstances but to move on. And, yeah, look, for me, it was always about bringing in new faces, giving them experience and bringing them on for the future. That was a building process that I wanted and I believed in what's there in Limerick Ladies football and coming through in Limerick Ladies football. Um, it's, it, it's, it's very good what's there coming through and the girls that are there, in fairness, the likes of, likes of Caroline, Cathy, me and them, the girls were there for the last few years, that those experienced girls that are there and show these younger girls the way forward and what's expected to of them. It's something I came across a few years ago. Um, Cork Ladies Football actually do it every year. They bring six minors into the seniors panel and they're chaperoned by six senior, and they're told this was expected yeah this is what you have to do if you want to play for Cork senior ladies this is the commitment you have to give and it won't be tolerated otherwise they thought it was a very good um, learning curve for the girls coming through and like those girls trained every night with the seniors they never got to play they didn't get uh, named in a program but they were mere issues for all Ireland final days and they gave them an all Ireland medal at the end of it so it was a huge experience for those girls coming through and that's what you want especially in ladies football it's, it's gone very fast very mobile game so youth has a, a massive thing to play in that as well. Yes, of course, 100% you need the experience there as well, but it's just getting the right balance of it. And that's, look, that's what we're trying to do is get these girls, give them experience and build them up. From your point of view, having won the two group games and having been out in the, in the opening uh, two rounds of the competition, your, your, your pathway was already kind of decided and you could kind of, I won't say sit back and relax, but you could, you could watch the kind of last group game when you were safely in that semi-final. What have the mental preparations been like, from, like I said, from, from a mental point of view, looking ahead to this game? Yeah, um, for us, we don't want to change anything because, as Carolyn said a while ago, it's just another game and we have to treat it as another game. Um, we can't look beyond that. We have to prepare and get ourselves ready for Fermanagh, and that's all we're doing. So we didn't. I wouldn't want to change anything to upheaval. People get into a system and a routine, and sometimes you change that it upsets everything. So I like to keep things the same as the way they are. So for everyone, everything is just the same. There's no difference, no change. Everything just continues. Super, Matt. You done? Yeah. <laughs> We do our favourites, um, Donald, um, going, going into the last four, raging favourites, apparently. But I, I seem to remember um, two years ago, um, when it came down to this stage of the competition as well, loud for um, raging favourites. Limerick ended up as champions. Can we repeat it? Look, anything can happen on the day. <laughs> 